Hi guys, we're the Taste Buddies. We're back again. And uh, my name is Ahong. I'm from Grub by Ahong. <laughs> Dude. Oh, hi. My name is Renyi. I'm one of the co-founders of My Burger Lab. And I'm still learning how to cook. Hi, I'm Jun. I'm a food writer and the only one here who doesn't own a restaurant. That's not a bad thing, right? Yeah, you have no idea what shit we have to go yeah, through. Yeah. So last episode, we did childhood snacks. And I think the three of us can agree most of the childhood snacks, we outgrew them. So it tasted like rubbish, just loads of sugar. But I know uh, there are some things that we don't grow out of, such as this uh, Maggie Mee. Instant noodles. Mm. Instant noodles. Yeah. I think we grew up. We grew yeah. Up. This is, uh, I think in some, in some people's uh, world, this is probably the peak of culinary, <laughs> believe it or not. I might not have chosen Maggie myself, but I think uh, we're going to try a, f- a few uh, cooking hacks that we found on the internet or we know of. And we're going to do a cooking contest, right? So each of us is going to do one Maggie dish uh, and then we'll compare. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Oh, is this a competition? <laughs> Just say me. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, who's okay. going to go first? Uh, I can go first. I have everything ready. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to cook a Tom Yum flavor one. Uh, my secret ingredient is... I'll reveal later. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Jun, do you still eat instant noodles? Not really, I actually... It's huh? only it's only for this show that I am. Why? Uh? I don't know. I just you don't you don't feel you like don't feel the, the craving, man. No, no, no. I have the perception that it's not super healthy. Okay, but why? <laughs> but why? Why? Why is it not super healthy? Right. I guess that's what so we're going to talk about seen later. So it's actually bad food. Yeah, but you can say it now. Like, why? Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, why yeah. do you think is 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 because it's it's like processed and then there's like this thing called MSG in it that we're going to talk about later. Oh, so the main, the main reason is like the perception of MSG. Like, like people will say like it's too much MSG. Sure. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, it's like packet, uh, the packet flavorings inside. Yeah. yeah. I it's feel too- like every time I use it, I will only use like half or like a third. Ah, I understand yeah. what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Because sometimes yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. too strong, like too salty. Yeah, but for, for me, for me, it is that's the reason why I why I crave it also. Even though I still, even though I do have that uh, perception as well, like you know, instant noodle is something that you shouldn't eat, right? People, was, my mom would say like, is okay. My mom wouldn't even say like it's banned at my house. Right? So so when you use it, when you cook it on your own, do you use the whole packet? Uh, yeah, I, I, when I cook it, I maximize it, and when I cook it, it has to be in secret, la. Like my my wife will not allow it. <laughs> My my mother, my family would not allow it. Her side of family would not allow it. Mm. Basically, everyone I know wouldn't allow it. Like, it's okay. We, we yeah. won't tell your your mom or your yeah yeah like <laughs> if, even your even even when even when me and my friends eat uh instant noodle is normally when everyone is f-ing drunk like shit face drunk. And then someone would say yeah day. someone would say you know mama time yeah. Then some some one of us will randomly go to the kitchen and start cooking Maggie. Yeah. What do you say? Mama Thai. Mama I call Mama in, in Thailand they use that brand like the Mama. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so okay. That's, that's the one they go for. I realize also there's there's a different side of uh different side of culture for this. There are people who treat this as like a serious uh thing. Like there are rankings for instant noodles, right? Mm. You know the one that uh got viral, the Penang a white curry thingy. Mm, yeah, that's mm. the one that the become laksa, viral laksa. because I think it was ranked number one in the world or something mm. like that. Yeah. So there are people who think who take who take their instant noodles seriously and they're like they are, when I when I googled it right, they are like people who ask like what is the perfect measurement of water? What is the perfect timing? What is the perfect everything? Yeah. Mm, and well, understand. So I guess we'll see what is Renny's yeah, yeah. perfect. You see how how seriously <laughs> Renny takes it? Wow. Perfect. We gotta commentate. So uh, I can see some corn and some uh, seaweed, seaweed, chopped seaweed some on it, sausages. and of course sausages. The the typical. Uh, oh my god! Like addition to any. And it's a pro. Today. Yeah, but the soup looks thick, man, dude. Yeah, it's thick. The soup, 
looks legit. Oh, it's egg and soup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Knowing Renier, right, this is gonna be a umami bomb because that's that's his whole career. Yeah, knowing him since day one, he's always he's always trying to maximize the umami in everything. Yeah, is it is it not in your career as well? Ah, uh, that one, that one secret. Uh. <laughs> Grab recipe secret. <laughs> Sekali pakai ajinomoto je. <laughs> okay, guys. So what I did was I cooked the soup first, added a little bit of uh, fried garlic into it, mm. and then after that, uh, once it's been boiling for a bit, I'll put the noodles in. So we have two packets of noodles here. Not my usual uh, portioning. I usually go for three. I mean, I'm I'm kidding. I only go for one. <laughs> right. Mm. Um, so uh, I prepared uh, grilled chicken. Uh, is actually using Burger Labs uh, grilled chicken, but today we're using a gulai flavor, but that my team is testing. Uh, I have sausage. This Pulling is just normal stops. sausage that you find in the freezer. All right, uh, but I coated it with uh, soy sauce. Okay. Right? Okay. And we have uh, jagung baka that has been seasoned with uh, what's that thing called? Siwi. Siwi. Furikake. Furikake. Yeah. Okay, so okay. since we are what's furikake? So it's a mixture of like sesame, seaweed, a uh, whole bunch of MSG, uh, <laughs> high <laughs> stuff lah. Okay? So what is it normally used for? For furikake. People usually put it on Japanese rice and then ah uh, okay okay those yeah a little bit of soy mixture, sauce okay, uh, and an egg and okay, it's just okay. perfect okay, right. Okay okay So it gives a lot of umaminess and then uh, obviously I'm gonna have a slice of processed cheese mm. uh, and that's it. All right. So I'm gonna assemble the the thing right now. Okay. Uh, the soup, as you can see, looks very thick. Uh, it's just mm. that towards the end, after I remove the noodle, I actually stir in the, the egg. The egg, mm. okay. So I want the egg to have that, that, um, like the that Chinese action. egg drop soup kind it, of thing. Uh. In a way, yes. It's starting to look like a ramen Yo, dish already. Like right, look, the soup. pressure, no? Yeah, the condiments and everything. It's starting to look like a bowl of serious true, true, ramen true. already, yeah. Alright, so we shall see. Oh, I feel the impression on my, next is me, right? And then mine is like, bit, <laughs> Yeah, next is you, bro. <laughs> Good luck, man. <laughs> But I trust I trust June has done his homework so I heard the recipe then power so yeah. Well we will see, we'll see. It's nowhere yeah. as elaborate yeah. as this one. Uh. How, Rini, how long do you yeah. take to prepare this? Ten minutes? Hmm. Ten minutes tops. Ten minutes tops, but he's like putting it on uh, with a spatula. Well, yeah. you'll see your own technique, right? <laughs> this is instant noodle, bro. There's no spatula involved normally. I would have a What's chocolate, wrong with you? But, but, you know, uh, so I'm going to do the cheese on top and yeah. then pour the sauce over. Okay, so you're going to melt oh. the cheese with the hot hot uh, temperature. Lah. Okay, exactly. okay, okay. Oh, i never seen this before. Uh, ah. This is a, this is a typical okay. typical Korean uh, Korean jitsu. Ah, like a Korean secret Korean move. Yeah. So I cook the uh, corn in a little bit of butter and mm. then torch it just to give it that jagong baka feel and then yeah. I am stirring in the furikake. So yeah. It's got that seaweed, sesame mm. smell. Yeah. Right. I think the soup is ready. Yeah, talking about ramen, right? Because I, I used to think, right, ramen is a very Japanese dish. So I, ass I assume that it is. Uh -huh. Right? But when I ate the ramen uh, shops, that uh, there's one that I, I often go to, right? You know like, what the guy did, right? For him, right, ramen is a dish where you can incorporate anything that you want. So when he is Malaysia, the Japanese guy, mm. right? He has one, one which is called Midori, which is literally oh, local basil. We see that, yeah. right? See the melts. Let's go. Wow, food porn here, way. <laughs> Camera got zoom in. Oh yeah. Wow, it's it's oozing. It's it's unctuous. The sauce is unctuous and it's Ooh. shiny from all the fat. Yeah, right. and you can see the cheese yeah, it's melt. Actually melting oh, oh my yeah. god. Oh, are you telling me this is bad for you? How can it be bad for you when it's this good? No, I'm not saying it's bad for you. <laughs> you know, everything in moderation, yeah. right? <laughs> 
or we're making it worse for us because <laughs> from a simple packet of noodle now is this <laughs> alright so just a little bit of greens okay so actually right oh my god when we set out this challenge for for each of us right we mm. said to use five ingredients okay yeah five ingredients one two three four Five. But like I said, there's no rule saying you can't break the yeah, rule. Yeah, true, right? true. Okay, so I'm gonna. So since you said there's no rule to, there's no yeah. rules from breaking the rule. I'm gonna add more. I'm gonna add my secret ingredient. Oh okay, my here he goes. He's gonna pull out. He's gonna pull out the 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 secret sauce. All right. Oh, the secret sauce of the day. oh, there you go. So a lot of people don't Did know. Did you this. guys expect that? So a lot of people don't know this, yeah. but um, when it comes to eating my Maggi curry or laksa uh, or tom yum, I will always add just this is. What my mom, you know, used to make for me. Wow. Just that little bit of a spoonful of marmite. It smells weird, right? But once you put it in there and you stir it in, it's amazing. Mm. Okay, one just a tiny bit like that. Tiny bit. Okay, okay, let's go guys. I'm hungry already. Whoa. Oh, well, okay. actually try the try the soup first before okay, it gets right. dry. Oh my god, it's getting Yeah, it's getting <clears throat> It's getting absorbed. <laughs> okay, let's Alright. So I tasted the soup just now. Uh, the tom yum flavor is definitely there, mm. but it's, it's really enhanced. The texture is enhanced uh, with the egg egg drop. La. This is a technique that uh, I think a lot of restaurants or chefs use to give texture to sauce. And egg is a cheap way to do it. Yeah, I think yeah. this is a lot about like the texture, right? Of, mm. of the, the sauce. The egg is definitely the texture. Because yeah. typically when you have like all these instant noodle soups, mm. the soup is just very... Soupy, I guess, yeah. or liquidy. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm back at the mic. Let's do a taste test, boys. So why I chose Marmite is because um, of its natural, <laughs> of its natural amount of MSG, or uh, umaminess, right? That exists in 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 the product itself. Is that added MSG? No. So it's basically a yeast extract. Uh, and it, it just adds that oomph, that, that earthiness that you can't find any, anywhere else. What do you guys think? Ooh. Ooh. The might really add another dimension to this dish. Ooh. I think I want a bit more marmite and try. Mm. Go. go for it. Actually, when you make this, do you usually go for do you usually go for tom yum or like? It goes well, well with anything that's spicy. Mm. Like marmite goes well with Curry? anything that's spicy? Yeah. Mm. Sweet and spicy. Or sweet or spicy, they work together. Yeah, ma? Yeah. You finished already, Hong. So in terms of like putting this dish together, right? Is it very in line with how you create recipes? So I always believe, you know, a dish should have a little bit of heat, a little bit of acidity, a little bit of umaminess, uh, a little bit of sweetness. So it should all come together in different components rather than just one sauce that has everything, right? So again, when you get that part where there is the corn, that sweetness comes out and it just pairs with, with that, that spiciness so well. Ooh, la, la. Wait a minute. Isn't that main bowl? You <laughs> <laughs> finished already. Nice, I, don't, nice. I don't even get a second helping. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Hong, Hong That's why I think the everything. portion have to be correct because otherwise you can't taste anything. The majority of that umaminess that, that's, that is coming through to me is from the... Um, the packet itself, the flavor yeah, yeah, yeah. packet itself, right? Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. the tom yum flavor is really strong. Yes. But the marmite mm. kind of tones it down a bit and adds a back hint. Yes. I, like, I, I cannot it's detect the marmite. It's a very deep hint, mm. right? Okay, okay. While you guys are eating, I'll go prepare my one. Okay. okay. Yeah, I wish you guys can try this. Um, right. When you're at home, Maggi curry noodle, um, do the egg drop. So basically, you take egg, scramble it, 
and then just pour it in from a high you, like so if this is the your scrambled egg just pour it from so high into the bowl so when it hits the bowl while the water is boiling it's gonna it's gonna fluff up right and you keep on stirring the soup and you're gonna have such a rich uh, soup that otherwise it would not exist in your maggi mm. and then after that just a scoop of marmite uh, it works with boreal uh, it works with Vegemite as well. Mm. Um, they all taste very different, but same concept. And once you put it in that soup, uh, your soup will be next level. So trust me on that. Yeah. I think we often forget that we can actually elevate this dish to to a real, like a, I, would, I don't know how to term it, like a <laughs> restaurant level dish. I don't dare say that, yeah, but definitely, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's uh, something that you, you don't usually do it at home, right? Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. elevate the experience. Seems like we've seems like we've gone as so far as just Maggi Goreng and that's it, right? But I think other 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 countries, especially Thailand, the things that they do to their instant noodles, right? And Japan is crazy. Yeah. And you know, like why not guys? Like, you know, at home, give it a go. I would I would definitely recommend the Mamai. Just this thing, I'm sure you have it in your fridge. Okay. So uh my version of this instant noodle is all, all based right. on umami so i'm just like layering layers of umami right I, I don't really have like you know thinking about sweetness or a bit of acidity it's just all umami and just spam only so uh these are my noodles i just boil them in water really simple and then this is actually a japanese uh curry sauce Ooh. and i also added a bit of the uh, original um curry the maggi curry flavor packet inside so what? i used about like you mean chicken no no, no curry. Curry. curry sorry yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm just going to mix it all together. Oh, la la. Oh, so it's Maggi curry plus Japanese curry. Yeah, yes. Maggi curry <laughs> plus <laughs> Japanese curry. So, I use like half of the Maggi curry packet. Just because okay. I find it like a bit strong. So, I'm just going to okay. mix it all together. Oh, I can imagine slurping that already. Yeah, man. Yeah, so this is sort of like a dry version of the Japanese noodles. curry. Yeah. Oh, but like but why why not just Japanese curry? Why why mixing th those two you know, together? You still want that a bit of like original ma uh, Maggie taste. Original Maggie okay, taste. okay. Yeah, so it looks something like this. Yeah. And I'm just going to plate it into the bowl. Oh. Oh my God, look at the starch. <laughs> so the thing about Maggie is, right, the moment you plate it, just the noodle on its own, it doesn't look very appetizing. <laughs> it's, it's when you start like, you know, throwing yeah, stuff on it. Garnishes, right? Yeah, it's a so garnishes. Again, all my garnishes are like really simple. It's almost like stuff you can get at the, all the like, grocery store, like supermarket. Right? So this is an egg. You can do soft boiled egg. Um, this is like- Onsen. Onsen. So it takes a bit oh, longer. Oh, it's onsen egg. Yeah, ah, okay. What a show off. Dude. <laughs> Oh, 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 perfect. Right. Well done, well done. So that's the onsen egg. Oh. And then this is just like Parmesan cheese. Parmesan. I, you know, like no time to grate it. So just you just buy like the processed ones. Processed one. Okay. Oh. Oh. Finally, I just use some like seaweed snack, you know, and uh, going the whole like, sim uh, like fast and simple route. Again, this has umami. The cheese also has umami. So it's just like layering umami is really. Oh. And then I just put on Oh, that's so simple, but... I can imagine the taste as it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Can, can, so can. it's like very little cooking. The only cooking I did was like for the, just the sauce and the, the egg and the noodles, right? Just separately. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and the egg is well. Yeah. No, that's so simple. It's, oh. it's genius. But the smell is so powerful, man. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah, shall we it. mix it? Go do ahead. We, do, we, do we break the egg? Yeah, sure. You can mix it in. Okay. Okay, you guys can portion it. Let's go. Oh, 
Oh man, <laughs> it's like a sloppy mess of goodness. But that's the that's the point of yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> actually looks like pasta. Yeah. But it reminds me more of a pasta dish than a Maggie dish. Uh-huh. It's so elevated and the yeah. creaminess of it is insane. It's really okay. sophisticated. It's really good. I think next time the, the hack is to cook it a little bit al dente. Mm. Yeah. yeah. This is so good, dude. I, this is like Italian cross Japanese and the Malaysian part doesn't even come in. Yeah, you can add more cheese if you want. I can't tell if this this would make a really good spaghetti dish if, if this was using spaghetti instead. Ah, true. Yeah, you can do like Japanese curry spaghetti. Yeah, so good. You guys got to try this. Yeah, I'll leave you some. Because <laughs> <laughs> chance are the cameraman. Yeah, so it's all about just like layering different umami stuff. Mm. Mm. Well done. Wow. It's like a Malaysian mac and cheese. Ah, that's a good description. It's like right. a Malaysian mac and cheese. Mm. Yeah, but with Maggie. Okay, I, I would do this. I would do this at home. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. it's really easy as well. It's like good. the basic um, Maggie. I think the egg helped as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I don't have time to like, you know, make the onsen egg or even like soft boil an egg, you can do, you can just crack an egg into a bowl yep. and then stir, once you boil your noodles, stir when it in with the egg. it's still hot, yeah. It's sort of like, a, again, like that carbonara yep. technique. Where you mix the sauce uh, and then you stir the hot noodles into yep. the sauce where it cooks the egg a bit. No, yeah. it's perfect. It's perfect. I I think what would... Like in my head, right? I want to keep elevating it a little uh-huh. bit. But honestly, this is subtle, but so it, it packs a punch. Mm. And it's like the flavor lingers. Mm. Well done. Really well done. Because <laughs> I think the usual Japanese curry, curry is so heavy. Mm. This mm. somehow has a lightness to it. Really? No, because the reason why I used Japanese curry was because initially, like the Maggie curry, right? It's always very harsh. Mm. And the flavor is super strong. Yeah. Like Malaysian True. curry. Whereas True. Japanese curry is a bit uh, more subtle. subtle. To me, yeah. at least. Yeah. No, but mixing it with that, yeah. it, it really comes to a balance. Mm. Well done. All right, Hong, yeah, you're yeah. the last to go. It You've seems, got. Yeah, it seems like we. It seems like both of you are looking towards the East for inspiration, right? It's like looking to all these Japanese. Uh, Ideas of ramen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm going, going the I'm, other way. I'm gonna do something like Junes, but it's Italian style. All right, yeah. all right. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. All right, we're gonna clean up this place and then we'll be back. So my dish is quite similar to Junes, just that it's a more Italian approach. Right? So I'm doing cacio di, uh, cacio pepe, right, with uh, making noodles. So I just boil the noodles to its dente. Then what you want to do is you want some of the uh, pasta sauce, pasta water. water. <laughs> <laughs> the cooking noodle, right? So just put a little bit. Because the whole idea is this thing is basically uh, emulsify, emulsification of the cheese and the water. So a lot of cheese. Like Woo! The cheese rain. Right. Make sure it's more than enough. Alright. I like the fact he has uh, Japanese mayo on the side. I can see where he's going with that. Uh, really? I don't know where he's going with that. It's a Japanese mayo. Dude, you're not doing the cleanup. I have to do the cleanup. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we don't have interns then, here, by the way. Uh, okay, Hong, Hong will be so an intern. Cheat a bit, a bit of Japanese mayo. Right. So I, you, you got this idea from that UFO packet, didn't you? Huh? Remember that UFO noodle? Where there's oh, no, like, actually, yeah. And I googled it also. It's very common. Yeah, you also make, make it a bit richer. Right. Ooh. Just one round of that. Okay. This kind of cooking, you have to cook with your 
eyes and your smell. So you air it out as, as you stir, is it? Yeah, so you, that's what distribute you, the heat. Distribute the heat. Okay? And it's just egg yolk. Yeah, it's just mm. egg yolk man, and cheese. So I'm just going to garnish it with... Uh, What's that? Uh, fried garlic. Fried garlic. Oh, that's that's very Asian. Uh, uh, so here's where the Asian bit comes in, right? Before that, it was the... Secret today, uh, dried uh, scallops. Oh, that's oh. cheating. Why? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh. I don't even know if it tastes good. It's a little bit like X, XO, right? Yeah. Scallion. Oyster sauce. <laughs> hey, maybe oyster sauce would be nice. Oh, yeah. You know, the pasty. And uh, the main ingredient actually is the pepper. pepper. Wow, this damn a lot, right? A lot of uh, it's quite a, a bit of, of work, but it's, yeah. it's things that you already have. Yeah, so yeah, true, true, true. That's a lot of pepper. You want to taste the pepper, right? That looks amazing, man. Wait, what flavor is this again? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Maggie, <laughs> Maggie. Uh, Maggie chicken. <laughs> damn, I saved this dish. <laughs> You don't want to overpower everything that you've done so far. And now it looks like chow mein. It's a little bit too wet for my liking, but it might, it might, it might, it might do mm. good. Any finishing move? More black pepper. <laughs> yeah, that looks that looks good actually. I didn't think black pepper would would give that effect where it it feels like you know it's got more value for some reason. And then of oh, course okay. with more cheese, right? Oh yeah. And then now give now us that a looks a mountain of cheese. Where's the truffle? <laughs> you might as well. So, this, I'll be honest, looks very simple, but I I can bet that the flavor is there. This is actually really good. What the? F <laughs> what the fish? This is really good. You know, screw the rest of the ingredient. You just need dry scallop. That's what makes it taste good. This reminds me of a very Chinese dish for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of like. Maybe like those like har meat or something. The parmesan is lost. The black pepper is also lost. I think I put too much. That's not I pour in too much the. Just like but it's not a bad thing. Them. You wanna split some? Oh, okay, sorry guys, you're not getting any. Oh, I split. split. My fault. Sorry. Good man. I won. <laughs> if you got a girlfriend to impress on a budget, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, it's not budget. Uh, scallop there is fancy. <laughs> like fifty bucks. Eh? <laughs> I mean, there's not there's no fifty bucks worth of scallops on here, right? No, I have half of it. Yeah. You mean that that jar is fifty bucks? Yeah, mm. half of it. No, no, I use half of it. The packet. But I think the technique of like you know mixing in the egg with the noodle water mm. and a bit of cheese. Actually, it's like a cool technique to use for instant noodle because, mm. like you said, there's a very Italian pasta technique, right? Mm. Mm. I think if you pull back a little bit on the scallop mm. and more on the cheese. Right? No, I, no, just pull back a little bit more on the scallop. Yeah. It'll yeah. be a more um diverse dish. This is uh this, is, like scallop this is like scallop dish. Yeah. 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 Not a bad thing per se. Mm -hmm. uh, but I want to taste the cheese, I want to taste the pepper. Mm. The green was a good idea. The parsley and the mm -hmm. uh, spring onion, it adds that that freshness to it. It's absolutely mm. good dish. Mm. And I'm surprised that the amount of Liquid that you add inside is actually still, it's it's not soupy. Mm-hmm. Actually, as I was working with it, right? Wow, I realized that it's damn more fickle than pasta. If it was spaghetti, I could have worked it a bit longer. So what you want to do, right? Is want to you want to make the emulsify as thick as you can, right? You you want to know how much 
cheese can the water take, right? So normally you add in stages until the thing cooks the pasta. But I look at the noodle, I feel like if I if I whack this guy a few more time, huh? Guy show hancho, eh? So I have to be faster. Yeah. And I think the disadvantage that you have here, um, no, not disadvantage. One thing that I I wish this dish was a little bit more of was warmer. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. yeah. when you mix it all together, it, like comes to room temperature. Should have done it over fire, right? I think if I done it over fire, it'd be mush. Okay. Because yeah. okay. usually for carbonara, like you take the really hot yeah. pasta and then you mix it with a sauce that yeah. is like room temp. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think maybe Maggie loses temperature, yeah. doesn't retain the heat as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Mm. Right. Tell you what, let's clean up. Let's talk about what we just yeah, did. Yeah, let's talk about why, what we just did. Why yeah. they all taste, they all tasted great. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So let's talk about uh, what we did just now. Uh, let's go with the first dish first. Uh, Rengi, what do you think? How, do you, how did you do? I didn't know you guys were going to go all out that way. Uh, I just prepared something that I would cook at home mm. uh, and in, in a very Asian manner. Mm. Uh, all I did was basically wanted to showcase that, hey, you know what? The, the regular Maggie is good, but you just add, you know, if you have chicken at home, grill it, put it on there. Uh, you have corn at home, right? You know, again, you don't have to grill it. I think what we learned just now was that just mm. the sweetness of the corn itself balanced the, the tartness or the acidity of the tom yum soup so, so well. Um, and then, of course, marmite or boreal, if you have that at home, add that dollop in there. It, it just elevates it. And of course, mm. uh, egg. Egg thickens. Egg mm. is such a versatile ingredient, right? But mm. since we're talking about umami here, uh, I also realized that the ingredients that we all naturally choose to use are... Had a lot of heavy in MSG. Mm. Now, when I say MSG, uh, you know, obviously everyone on the panel here knows that we don't mean like straight up Ajinomoto, mm. right? Uh, MSG, of course, exists in, in, in various forms. We'll go into that later. But the natural ingredients that we gra- <laughs> the natural <laughs> ingredients that we gravitate to were all naturally high on. Uh, MSG or umaminess, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think one thing about your dish that really kind of like opened my mind was the use of marmite as mm. something that can temper uh, spicy taste. Yeah. yeah, that was really cool. I mean, the only exposure we have to marmite is marmite chicken. Right? Uh, but true, you yeah. don't really taste the marmiteness of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I wonder how much marmite do they actually use in, in per serving? Actually, that's a good question because uh, just now with just that little, little tiny spoon, right? It affected the entire flavor profile, the entire bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I found that. Yeah, effective. it's strong. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What about you, Jun? Yeah, for my dish, actually, it's like I'm just trying to, like I said, it's like play up the umami, but also mm. like keeping it simple, keeping it like things you can uh, get easily. Like like the seaweed snack is just like you can basically crush it up and just toss it on, and mm. then the cheese is just already is already like processed and already in like uh, little pieces so yep. you can just like just dust it cheese, on right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. that you put so, on pizza usually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. and so just thinking about like layering the umami and layering the MSG in this case so mm. I yeah I hope you guys like like the dish but that was the no it was good I think the it. subtlety that you 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 put in that dish was was mm. was I mean I am very heavy handed I'm known to be like if you eat my food yeah. it's just like Punch in your face, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yours is like a gentle slap, but I'll, I'll yeah. say thank you after that. <laughs> caressing, caressing. It's like like a BDSM. Sorry, caressing. <laughs> yeah. but, but I think that uh, it's, it's very rare because Malaysians yeah. generally, we like punchy flavors. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think what you did there was a, a, a good show of 
um, you know, how just holding back and just teasing us with that flavor, mm. right, uh, makes us crave more for mm. that dish. You know, our crew here, uh, you know, were definitely like, they were like, oh my God, this oh, is- Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, good job on that dish. But the umami level, I think was boosted by the parmesan because you usually uh-huh. don't add that yeah. in curry. You don't actually yeah. you don't mm. usually add that in our in our mm. Maggi. Yeah, mm. but actually all the ingredients in there that I use except the egg, right, has uh, a naturally MSG. high yeah naturally high levels of like glutamate, oh. right. So there's like the like I said there's the cheese. There's the I used a bit of milk in the sauce as well, and then the Japanese curry blocks it has MSG in it. Uh, seaweed, mm. big source of MSG. Yeah, and the instant noodle packet itself, the flavoring. Tons of MSG as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hong, what about yours? What are you happy with your dish? Uh, I I I thought my dish actually was uh was uh, supposed to be simple, <laughs> but then wow, I found out that actually it took a lot of work. Even even though the ingredients are damn simple, and the result totally surprised me as well. I was actually Wait, aiming for. Are we supposed to cook things that you usually cook at home? So you have never no, cooked no, this before. First time making. Now <laughs> 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 and I I've made cacio pepe before. That was uh-huh, what uh-huh. I was aiming for. Right, right. So I thought I'd be smart and just uh, swap it with uh, Maggie Maggie noodle. I didn't know there was so much uh, subtlety subtlety in in this dish until I I do it today as well. I mean, for me, it was all about uh, balance. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I I feel you know the simple. I mean, for me, pasta dishes uh, is is very elegant that's what I'm aiming for right is the is the balance of it it doesn't really necessarily have to have that uh super kick in your face mm. but that kind of ba- balance and elegance is actually very 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 seductive to me but then I, I I also thought today that the 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 dried scallop actually spoiled it because that was like a sudden punch from the back yeah. that was <laughs> well, like you, when you say yeah. spoil it it wasn't what you wanted to be the yeah, most yeah, pronounced uh, right. but it was nice it was still nice it's just that uh, I, I think that was like a sucker punch like, yeah. it's nice but then it's just sudden it's like yeah. cheating with yeah. putting truffle in something yeah, right? yeah, you feel like <laughs> you know you get the emulsion you get the velvety uh, from velvet uh, texture from the egg it's all going very sexy and then suddenly the Chinese guy shot hey sucker <laughs> you, just, you just go like oh dry scallops like bro like but it's nice it's nice I wasn't I, complaining I, I, I wasn't complaining I wouldn't but like I said wine, yeah. you know the error that we did was we, we didn't hold back on the flavor if mm. you put back a little bit on the yeah, scallop I think we all, I, we yeah all, not to say you don't yeah. put it but just hold, like half of that yeah. then we would have achieved you would have achieved what um, yeah. June achieved yeah right? exactly mm. exactly. So I, think so I if I, I think what we asked what I'm hearing is that okay so while there is a lot of uh, ingredients in our dishes that were high in umami, right? Mm. Uh, there was one particular product that, that stands out for each. I think mine is the marmite. Uh, yours, mm. I think, was the parmesan or was it a curry? I, I would say, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say it's so one well that, balanced. His one is so one well, balanced. well balanced, right? But yeah. honestly, I think the parmesan was, was what kind of mm. bound, 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 bound it together. Yeah, bind everything together. Mm. Then for yours, it's obviously the scallops. Scallops, mm. yeah. yeah. Scallop right? was, the, was the main character. Yeah. So what yeah. people don't know, and let's go into the, the topic mm. of MSG, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let, let's let's uh, dive into, I, I think you have the, the actual dev- definition of what <laughs> MSG is or umami. And then after mm. that, you know, maybe we can go into what each of us think or understand what MSG is and how we use that in our cooking. Mm. How's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what, what's, what's the you know, yeah. Webster dictionary? Well, I don't really have the Webster dictionary definition, okay. but essentially MSG stands for monosodium glutamate. And it's sort of like a amino acid or like a kind of protein basically that, that, you, that we use naturally uh, in our body. We need it to survive. And glutamates are basically like present in a lot of 
different kinds of foods, right? Like, like you guys would know, like tomatoes, mushrooms, they have high levels of, uh, basically anything that has umami, the umami flavor, like that comes mm. from seaweed as well. Yeah. A lot, a lot of food ingredients naturally have yeah. umami. I, I think mm. people, most people would associate it with the word savory, right? So when you eat something yeah, savory, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. that's what umami is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. MSG, the kind of like processed version that we have here, basically, the most well-known brand is Ajinomoto, right? Yeah. Um, and essentially, this is sort of like a magic, magic dust, magic dust. Sure, that it's like chemically like processed. No, the mm. thing is, it's not chemically processed. I mean, it's processed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, mm. but, but it's extracted from like natural sources. Th- that's the thing. Mm. A lot uh-huh. of people think this is man-made and this is actually bad mm. for you. But insane amount of sugar, insane amount of salt, right, is bad for you too. Mm. Right. The only mm. thing about umami is it's not a taste that you can describe. You put it mm. on your tongue. It. it you can't say it's salty. You can't say it's sour. You can't say, you know, there's mm. no particular description to it. At least I, I can't find mm. a particular description. Anyway, if you look at the back, um, it's made from tapioca, yeah. sugar c- cane. The old description that there were other plants involved, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's made from plant-based product. Yeah. It's extracted from plant-based product. And I think, you know, one thing that I want to just put it out there to say, you know, Ajinomoto is not, that bad. And mm. okay, this episode is not sponsored by Ajinomoto, obviously. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> yeah. it's not sponsored All by Maggie. Ajinomoto. All Maggie. Uh, but the point here is, I think it's yeah. education, right? Yeah. Um, and I, you probably have a history of how, you know, uh-huh. the, the, yeah. you so, know the misconception of MS, MSG. Maybe you can talk about that. Uh-huh. So essentially, right, why we think of MSG and Ajinomoto and, and we link them so closely together is because Ajinomoto, the, the founder of Ajinomoto was actually a guy who came up with the term Umami came yeah. and and it's a Japanese guy, identified right? MSG mm. like the the chemical compound itself. So apparently there was this one story that's on the Ajinomoto company website or so, and it's it's one that's like well propagated. And basically this guy, Doctor Ikeda, he basically asked his wife. Uh, he had like a his wife like soup one day that was really really good, and he was asking his wife like, oh how do you why was it so good? Like why was your veggie this veggie and tofu soup the wife cooked like so good? So then the wife pointed to like kombu. It's a seaweed. Mm. It was a seaweed, yeah, seaweed. the Japanese seaweed. And then this, this doctor was like, oh, that's really curious. So he tried, he just messed, messed around with this seaweed, experimented with it and kind of like reduced it down and boiled the seaweed soup until it crystallized. Uh, like crystals, yeah. Yep. yeah just like salt, right? Yeah. Mm. And those crystals essentially then turned into, uh, after several years of like experimentation, and then turns into this MSG, like Ajinomoto. Mm. And that's how we know of the whole um, compound, the whole like taste of Ajinomoto. So why, why is MSG, why do people perceive MSG to be a bad thing? Because we, we add salt, we add sugar to our cooking. Mm. Right? Mm. So why specifically MSG? How, do, do you have a, you know, do you do- Oh, there's like so many things that we can go into here. But I think like one thing that, that Hong has always spoken about as well mm. was this, uh, how MSG is always tied to this thing called Chinese restaurant syndrome. syndrome right? yeah. And Hong, what is Chinese restaurant syndrome? Uh, so basically, it's uh, it's actually a, a research done by I think he was a Chinese guy as well. So there's, there's the the story goes right. This Chinese guy he did a research on what he he described as Chinese restaurant syn- uh, Chinese restaurant syndrome, where people who have eaten Chinese food or went to Chinese restaurant uh, claim that they feel lethargic, they are sweating, they are, uh, they they feel uh, thirsty, they feel exhausted. Right? Some even say they have migraines and everything. So. Uh, for 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 this guy, right? He did it because uh, he did it as a research to look into the case. But when the paper was published, right? Somehow the media in America 
took it casually as a result, as a as as fact. So all these uh, mainstream media in America started associating MSG with with just exclusively Chinese restaurants and exclusively MSG the brand Ajinomoto and all these product itself. Well, even though, well, this it, was in America, yeah, right? Yeah, in mm. America. Even though the reality is. This compound MSG was in everything that they ate. They ate it was in their I mean, ketchup, in their chips, their, yeah, their, in their fries, yeah, you know, in their burger patties, in 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 their pasta sauces, in everything. So MSG existed in a lot of the food that they ate, but the media tied MSG to Chinese restaurants, right? So it became it be is uh, after a while it evolved into almost like a what we call like a casual racism, right? Like MSG is exclusively Chinese, right? The same way, you know, Trump says, you know, Chinese virus. Right? So <laughs> China, MSG became China. like a Chinese thing, right? So they they totally vilified MSG, right? So soon after that, it became almost like a pseudo fact that, you know, MSG causes all these symptoms, even mm. though time and time again, there are so many res- research that has been done that shows that MSG- It doesn't tie. Yeah, mm. doesn't MSG, tie that effect. Yeah, MSG doesn't exclusively Produce this, uh, produce these effects. Mm, yeah, and I guess just to give us like a timeline, right, of how all this happened. Basically, MSG, the the founder of Ajinomoto, came out with MSG in 1908. This is about like more than 100 years ago. And this Chinese restaurant syndrome, the first time it was used, the first time it was linked mm. to uh, MSG, um, was in 1968. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, so it was sixty like, years. Yeah, so it was in like New York Times. Uh, I think like um, there was this medical journal as well, the New England Journal of Medicine, mm. that that wrote about Chinese restaurant syndrome, and that was the the mm. Chinese guy uh, who wrote about this this uh, uh, the link between you know having migraines and all this like weakness or feeling lethargic, um, mm. and linking it with MSG. And and in 1968, that was the first time it was mentioned. And after that, like people have been kind of like sitting on both sides of the fence and, you know, trying to, there are some people who have tried to help MSG and say like, oh, it's actually good. Again, some people who try and do research and and flawed research, I would say, or biased research and try to say that MSG is actually bad for you. And they found even more bad things. And there's a whole list of uh, good and bad research. So I I, I saw this YouTube uh, video where they did an experiment and they had participants. So basically they, they, they went out to look for uh, people that proclaim that they have they're allergic to MSG allergic or to they, they had a reaction to uh, MSG. So it was a focus group, um, mm. and in that focus group, obviously they talked about something else, right? And they served chips casually, uh, like you know Pringles and and Twisties, mm-hmm. you know the likes, but the American brands. Uh, and you know people were obviously snacking on it and whatnot. And at the end of that two hour session, uh, and they asked him, "Hey, how how do you feel?" Right, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're feeling feeling good." You know, this mm. was a very good uh, session and whatnot. And it was revealed to them later on that the um, the the chips that you had on the table all contained the same amount of MSG as you would have if you went to a Chinese restaurant and dined there, right? And you know, it it became like it it, it was I, w- I wouldn't say it was controversial, but it, it obviously opened up um, the idea that hey, what if it was a negative placebo effect. Mm, the fact mm, that you think mm. you went to a Chinese restaurant, you had the dishes there, and whatever ailment that you had, you tied it to the idea that it could have been caused by MSG. Mm. When the same thing, the same MSG, mm. right, existed in the chips that they ate daily. Mm. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, and in my mm. research as well, I actually found like one specific study that people always link to, to say like, oh, MSG is bad. But see this one doctor, I think it was like, let me see, 1969 or 1970, basically, he 
did an experiment where he put MSG into uh, mice, basically, mm. and tried to see what reactions ah, okay. the, the all these like mice will, will have. And essentially, the the, the mouse started um, having you know. Uh, deeply concerning effects. Let me quote some, yeah. So we see the injected mice had higher rates of obesity, also suffered some like tissue death. So these things sound super serious, right? But the thing was, this experiment was quite flawed because he injected um, the MSG directly into the, the <laughs> mice's like brains. And essentially, the amount of MSG that he injected was like way more than anyone would naturally take yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. So with... Again, like, you know, how we say everything in moderation, when you have like so much of MSG, which again, we mm. wouldn't have on a daily basis, you're, you were you will no doubt like have all these bad effects and bad like health problems. Yeah, I think I think mm. a lot of the uh, the counter research is actually saying, you know, like uh, we, they, I mean, there's no denying the CRS uh, is, is an actual thing, right? People do actually feel like that after visiting Chinese restaurants, but it is not because of MSG as a compound, as an allergen, right? So what, what actually happens, they think that's what they're saying, is actually because the food is made so palatable, right? MSG makes everything taste nice. You it tend over-eat. to overeat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you eat three, four times the normal portion you take, you're definitely going to feel lethargic. You're definitely going to feel migraine. Like you're definitely mm. going to be thirsty after all that sugar, right? So, so then so, as, as restaurateurs, do you guys use that to your advantage? Oh, you know, you burn more MSG and then people eat more going of to your heavy food. Topic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll be the first to say that we don't, right? Uh, simply because it's the trend not to use MSG. Yeah. Not to use oh, this, man. basically. Uh-huh. Right? And yeah. because if you do use it, right? Um, you get chastised, man. Yeah, people will judge you. Mm. My so, mom would not let me go back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we are at the mercy of, you know, what, what the community or what the society yeah. perceive, you know, yeah. to be good and bad. Uh, yeah. But that's not to say that you can't make good food you know, without this. Um, when we first started, and, and I already understood the concept of uh, MSG, when we first started Burger Lab, um, all, all I did was, okay, let's just use ingredients that was high in, naturally high in MSG. Mm-hmm. So this was actually, this book I have like for almost 10 years. So when Burger Lab started, uh, I, I, I was actually, you know, reading this book. I, mm. I am an engineer, you know, by training. So what's the book? So, so it's Cooking for, for Geeks. And they, they break down the, the science of cooking Right. And I say science is cooking, not the art of cooking, right? Yeah. Into, uh, you know, the, the chemistry, mm. right? The, the chemical reaction that happens uh, when you cook something. So one, in, in, chap- in this chapter, um, they actually would break down the percentage of um, glutamate, which is, you know, as they call it, MSG, uh, in natural, natural products. So say, for mm. example, your shiitake mushrooms, uh, 0.07%. Um, your Parmesan cheese, 1.2%. Mm. Your kombu seaweed, 2.2%. What is this? Fish sauce, right? Yeah, you go ahead first, yeah. Uh, so, net, like for beef, oh, uh, for bonito flakes, for tomato juice, for green tea, uh, all these things, they contain natural, naturally occurring MSG. <laughs> oh, you're like a Doraemon, man. So, when it came to designing a burger, for example, mm. uh, we made sure that we use cheese right we made sure that we use really good tomato uh we made sure we use ketchup ketchup has a lot of msg in there uh we made sure we use uh mushrooms right shiitake mushroom itself has such a high i mean i don't know if you've had shiitake mushroom in chinese cooking Mm. it's 
when you when you smell it, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. salivate, right? Mm. That's that's what MSG does as well. So when you use all this high MSG content product, it's hard to make a bad product, mm. and that's what I think we did different. We consciously made MSG high products mm. by using ingredients that naturally had high. Um, you know MSG content. Mm, yeah. yeah. Hong, how, how about you? Same same thing also. I mean, I I I I, I have this uh, understanding of MSG also because I used to work for Renji. But from then on, uh, I started to explore as well. You know, like you know, like how desperate I am to use this product. This this product is like, it's like how 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 do you say this? This is the magic product for chefs, right? And if you understand it, it can be so powerful. Right, but I mean, j- because it's so powerful, it's it's also made it very dangerous. Right, we, I mean, of course, we all know there are there are chefs out there or cooks out there or restaurants out there who are just uh, damn lazy. Right, let's say they are making soup today. Right, how to make the soup nice without boiling it for eight hours? How how to make the soup nice without putting in uh, a good quality meat or good quality bone, boil out the bones, cook a lot of vegetable? How to do it? How to make a nice soup without doing all that? Right? Mm. Just stick this in, then it's done. But for me, this is not how the product is used. The reason why it's so misunderstood is because it's so effective, it's abused also, right? Anything which is good, will, someone will find a way to abuse it. But having said that, right, uh, after I worked with Renyi, you know, in Burger Lab, they devise all their ingredients. They t- specifically target for the umami packed, uh, umami, which is MSG also, in M- natural, naturally packed, MSG in natural ingredients, right? Like roasted tomatoes, uh, Parmesan cheese and all that, right? So after that, I when I started my own restaurant, uh, I was selling steaks, right? So the first thing I did, right? Uh, so scared to use MSG. So what do I do? Uh, how, how do you tenderize beef, right? So the next best thing is, uh, is salt, right? Salt is a basic one. Yes, it does the job, but then it doesn't give it that extra umami punch. So I'm thinking like, okay, how, how, how do I... Uh, how do I improve the flavor of my steaks? Uh, let's be honest, right? Not all steaks are equal, right? Like if you get uh, damn expensive steaks, you're talking about all these high-end marbling wagyu. Okay, that's the magic ingredient. That one, you basically put salt and pepper, you boil it also, never mind, until it's well done also, never mind. It will still taste great, but that's not the my model operandi, right? I do like a medium to medium mm. budget steaks. So these steaks needs, needs to be pro- processed in some way. And I found that, right? Actually, we have so many ingredients equivalent to parmesan, which is so packed with uh, MSG umami, that why not use it, right? The first, the first thing I went for, of course, fish sauce. This is like the magic ingredient in grub. I'm telling you the grub secret now. There you go, right? You're eating. I mean, we marinate our steaks with uh, fish sauce, and then we do our soups with uh, dried sotong. So that's the one that makes our gravy damn powerful. Every time someone comes to me and say, bro, why your, why your gravy damn powerful? I'm like, yeah, I use no cube. And then a secret ingredient, I don't tell them, it's this thing. It's this thing that gives it the extra it's packed, complexity. It's packed with flavors. Yeah. And udang kering and the one I used just now, uh, the scallops. The scallops. Right. Yeah. So these scallops and uh, this udang kering and the sotong kering goes damn well with lamb. Uh-huh. Right. A lot of people don't know. Just blend it up. You just marinate it. I yeah. smell it. It's, so yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So what I'm hearing mm. from you guys, right, is like you would rather go for all these like natural sources of umami, natural yeah. sources of like yeah. glutamate rather than using MSG. But at the same time, you yeah. you guys also acknowledge that MSG has like a, like a legit flavor. Like you can use it but and it But this is a different flavor, flavor MSG. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, if you use this, it enhances whatever you're cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That adds it dimensions. Adds, adds value. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Even though this cost definitely costs a lot more than this, uh-huh. it does have its advantages. Right. Right. So all this, uh, na- na- when when we talk about natural MSG, right, it doesn't come as a single profile flavor. Right. When we talk about natural MSG, we talk about all this dried stuff, fermented so, stuff. Yes, fermented yeah. stuff, kimchi, pickles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah parmesan cheese and all that. These are all. F- from fermentation, right? Mm-hmm. And that, but in that process as well, it, it is it is also the same process that makes the MSG. So it's all these uh, bacteria and microbes that turn uh, uh, this uh, uh, how you say protein, protein into yep. aminos. Right? Mm. So it's the same thing. Right. But then it comes with all these flavor profiles that is so exciting at the same time, right? Like all these uh, funky crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, what we call smunk funk, right? You uh, smell it, it's funky, funk, right? Yeah, when you put yeah. it in the in in food, yeah. it yeah. just it just transforms. It mm. blossoms up, right? Yeah. Right, and right. Have so you then, smelled fish sauce lately? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so then, is, is there any case that you would use MSG, like the processed Ajinomoto this, MSG? Right? Yes. It would make our life a lot easier. To so be why honest. don't you use it? Because of public perceptions. Simply mm. because of that. Like if my mom finds out, I'm done. Right, but yeah. then for you guys personally, personally, I will use it You are okay can. with Yeah, I'm right. okay with it. It's so just, if you go yeah. to a restaurant that uses yeah. Ajinomoto, the, in your head, does it feel like, oh, the restaurant is less, uh, the quality goes down a bit? Look, food is food, right? Uh-huh. If it's tasty, it's tasty. Right. Yeah. I don't care how you get about to it, mm. right? So to me, I, I don't judge, right? Uh, I'm not going to walk into a restaurant and say, do you use Ajinomoto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if mm. you do, I, I, I'm against it, right? And mm. I'm walking out. No, that's not going to happen, right? Uh, mm. But again, it's, with us, it's for us with the knowledge that, hey, this is actually not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just like salt. It's just like sugar. It's just like, salt, it's just yeah. like pepper, mm. Right, it's mm. how you use it. Yeah, right. I think the I think the most uh, the the most important thing for me to share with all these uh, young chef out there is definitely learn your learn your dosage, right? Like this is a very very powerful compound, and so is all this, and it's all about getting your balance right. Learn the percentage, uh, find it out for yourself. Like if if I ask you right, how much uh, soap should you put? Should you use to marinate uh, one uh, one kilo of meat, and how how much percentage salt should be in your in one uh, liter of soup, right? If you know this, if you know the numbers, it will make your life a lot easier, and you will understand cuisine very very quickly. Yeah, is 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 playing with all that. Yeah, because mm. yeah. mm. we all grew up with this perception that MSG is bad for you. Your hair is gonna fall off. You know, your mm. jaw is gonna <laughs> fall. <off. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did your mom tell you that? <laughs> no, no. I've heard, I've heard of you know people saying that before, ah. um, and and they 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 demonize you know yeah uh, a, a, a ingredient that like I said is just like your basic um, salt and pepper yeah mm-hmm. like like anything else if you over, if you overeat if you over, you put too much of it it's gonna it's gonna have definitely have yes. health effects right we all know yeah. if you have too much sugar what are you gonna have you're yeah. gonna have obesity if but, you have too much salt your hair yeah. will fall off mm-hmm. right yeah just that I feel at the moment MSG is super vilified mm. uh, especially for us restauranters like literally like like me and Rainy said just now the only reason we're not using this is because of public perception mm. personally as cooks we have no problem with it for us it's just like sugar and, and salt and pepper right yeah, right right yeah. to be fair I do use it but indirectly we use a lot of QP mayo. So QP mayo is, to me, one of the best mayo out there and one of the mo- most versatile and tastiest. Yeah. Right? And we've been to the QP factory. And they put MSG. They have 
bags of MSG oh. there. It is in, in the ingredient. If you uh-huh. look through, you know, the ingredients, exactly. it's written in so there. nice. Right? <laughs> but again, no, why is yeah. no one vilifying this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it tastes good. Yeah. Right? Mm. When you don't understand, right, and people tell you something negative, you're, you're going to buy into it because you don't have the understanding of why it's bad for you. But once you understand that it is actually not bad for you, and in fact, it can make your life better, mm. right? you're going to go for it. So, I love I love this product and we use it in in all our mayo mayo based product mm. and that's why it's so good. But I, I do I do find it a bit uh, painful at times because often we are we are chastised if we ever mention MSG in our restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, like the entire street food scene is probably built upon MSG. <laughs> Can you imagine if they don't use MSG? How the hell would those things taste? Like seriously, I'm not joking, man. Like the you know the entire industry is built on MSG. Mm, like, yeah. dude, they just don't say it. Yeah, they, they just, just don't say. It. say it. But somehow for restaurants which is mid or upper level, yeah, it's not. And they, there are restaurants no in zone. that level, the yeah. mid upper level, where they probably put a sticker outside. No, no MSG. MSG right? yeah, yeah, and yeah. People, people use it as a as a bragging bragging tool. Yeah, right? I no avoid MSG. those restaurants sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want the MSG. Right? <laughs> but I rather not know. Like, so right. I, I I would I would perceive that maybe yeah. your food might not that be that tasty. Mm, yeah. Uh, but I have to say though, like over the years, at least like since, you know, like 1970s, 1980s, right? Yeah. Since this Chinese restaurant syndrome has been um, all over the world and affecting our perception of MSG. Like since then, mm. a lot of you have come to MSG's defense. Like you guys, a lot of writers as well. Um, and there's this one like Vogue uh, magazine article. Uh, and I love the title of this one. Why doesn't everyone in China have a headache? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a it's good like, one. When you think about it, everyone in China is probably eating a lot of MSG and Japan <laughs> as well. Like, and, and all these negative effects of MSG are not, doesn't seem to be affecting them. Mm. And I think that is sort of like a good wake up call for a lot of people who still think MSG is bad. It's like, mm. I actually have a question. It's a Japanese product. Yeah. How, yeah. Come, How come China, Chinese restaurants that, have it? Yeah. 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 Do, do Japanese restaurants use them often? I, that's Maybe a, more subtly. Whereas like yeah. for Chinese restaurants, they just spam it in everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in like any so. fried noodles, fried rice, just put it in. Yeah. Yeah, but it's true though. Japanese food is one of the ones that contain one of the highest MSG levels. Mm. But yeah. they also have a lot of natural sources of MSG. Yes. So they yeah. usually Seaweed default in, to yeah. those. It's in yeah. a lot of their sauces, like all these uh, soy sauces. Mm. When uh, they make their MSG ramen soup, like, what goes in there? Yeah. Right. It's everything that you can think of that is super yeah. high in MSG. Super high MSG. Mm. Um- umami flavor. All the ikan bilis and everything. Yeah. yeah. Anchovies, anchovies. Seaweed. Seaweed. Yeah. Bone. Mm. Yeah. So what do you guys think of the of the future of MSG or like the well, future perception of MSG? Actually, I think I better say this before we get confused, right? I think right by, by this time, uh, some, some people will, will have confused uh, us with the actual message. I mean, we sound like we are trying to push MSG but I want to I want to say that uh, w- the only thing that we're trying to say is MSG is just like salt and sugar. It's just one of those tools that chef use. And to be honest with you, uh, it is not even that important, right? You know, your tongue can taste uh, sour, bitter, sweet. Uh, what was the one? Sweet, savory, and umami. Oh yeah, yeah. Spicy, but spicy. technically not really. Not spicy. Mm. Yeah. Spicy is a pain. So sorry. What is it? Uh, let's go sweet, again. Sour. Sweet, sour, <laughs> bitter, umami, and salty. Salty. Okay, so you got that five five flavor on your tongue, right? And it's not even important because technically flavors is about um, seventy to ninety percent smell. 
olfactory. Right? Yeah, and your taste probably builds up uh, like these five senses that you have on your tongue probably is 20 to 30, 30% of the total flavor yeah. because your nose can your nose can have uh, can detect about 10,000 types of smell. So your nose can tell 10,000 types of smell, but your tongue can only tell five types of taste. I mean, that's why yeah. when you have a flu, yeah. right, you can't taste you can't taste food. anything. Mm-hmm. Right? So actually when you eat something, what you describe as flavor is maybe just 25% from your tongue and the rest is from your nose, right? So it's much more complex than that, right? MSG is one component in the entire uh, sensation that we experience food. So, I mean, as cooks, it is an important tool, but it's also not everything, yeah. yeah. There's, I think before people, people confuse that we're trying to push, push MSG here, Right. This episode is sponsored by. Sponsored by. <laughs> so I, I think that mm. you know when cooking, um, do not get boxed up in in you know uh, a particular thought or mm. a particular concept. Right. Uh, open up your mind and and see what you can explore. And I like the fact that today, uh, if if I may stray away a little bit from the MSG topic, you know we were able to see how you guys envision Maggie Me instead of a Maggie Me. You mm. saw it as a pasta replacement. Right. Noodle is noodle. Right. Mm. Uh, I would like to see a pan, pan mi version of, of what you guys made today. I think that would be <laughs> really interesting. Um, and, and that goes with flavors, right? Mm. So instead of using, um, um, you know, Ajinomoto, mm. uh, you know, as a, as a source of MSG, uh, we went in different creative ways to, to mm. pump up that, that, that umami uh, level. And mm. I think that's what makes cooking so fun, right? Yeah. Because each of these ingredients here, what they are, MSG on, in mm. their own rice, they all bring so much depth, so much mm. um, um, flavors into the dish. I would have, I think like, for example, um, your dish, right, Hong's dish, if you tune back on the scallop and yeah. you add a dash of fish sauce, it will be an entirely, entirely different, different beast as well. Mm. Right? And I think that's, that's the beauty of, of mm. cooking. Right? You want to experiment with different things uh, and, and don't, don't get boxed up in one particular ideology to say, you know, this is bad. I don't, want even, I don't even want to try it. Right? Mm. Um, go out there, talk to people, uh, learn different things and you will see that you know, your world opens up. Mm. Yeah? And uh, that's what I, I like to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I guess for me, the main takeaway for today or like in, in general, actually, when I think of MSG mm. and, and what the message or what like this story of MSG shows is that, you know, you can't just like read one or two articles that says like something is bad for you and just like believe it straight on. And I find mm. that, you know, um, it's very easy to do so. But at the same time, you should look deeper into it and see like actually what does the research actually say? You know, don't just believe like one or two sources, like do your homework and try and find out like what is actually bad for you and what... and and do the things that people say are bad for you, are they actually really bad? Like MSG is one, or there's now a lot of, I guess like, um, gluten-free options out there, but though, I mean, there's a whole world of different nutrition um, facts and nutrition science that, that we should try and understand more before, you know, vilifying one particular ingredient. So don't be afraid to use and eat MSG. Yeah, and enjoy the process. I mean, the reason why I chose the instant noodle today is because for me, it is such a beautiful product. As a cook, right? As a cook, right? If you can have something so simple, just noodles and some MSG powder and it's a meal, 
right? That is like the magic product. It's so elegant, so beautiful. So enjoy it and don't be afraid of it, but just don't eat too much of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, if you like what you've seen today, you want to see more, remember to whack that subscribe button and uh, leave your comments about what we've done today. So what, what you want to do for next episode, let us know. Thanks. All right, we'll see you guys. Ciao. See ya. Adios.